Welcome to the Global Spin Podcast with me, Ryan Kramer, where we take a deep dive into the world of global selling and share the secrets to growing your brand in new markets. Whether you're looking to expand your brand, enter new markets, or boost your sales, we've got you covered. Tune in for unscripted, engaging episodes that will take you on a journey of discovery and success. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Global Spin Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is my corner of the internet where I bring the best and brightest in the Amazon e-commerce and logistics space. What does that mean? Well, this podcast is built around a whole unscripted conversation. We have a general topic, and I bring in my friends that I like to call friends of the show, uh, into this space in, in my corner of the internet as I like to host this uh, this podcast in. And we like to talk e-commerce, Amazon, and what's going on in the space. Really, it's meant to help you as a brand owner or uh, e-commerce professional or a company who's trying to take that next step as a brand, tanking it to the next level uh, globally, whatever that looks like. It could be selling into a different market. It could be entering a new retail channel. It could be just figuring out what the heck is going on in the space right now because, as we all know, there's twists and turns Every direction we take, no day is the same. And uh, if you're looking for uh, to keep a pulse on uh, the space, this podcast is for you. Um, if you're new to the show, again, this is called the Global Spin Podcast. I'm, I'm Ryan Kramer. Uh, we, I've done many podcasts before. Uh, prior to this, it was you know 250 episodes uh, plus in another podcast called Crossover Commerce. Uh, but this podcast is actually going to be uh, a different focus again building that brand and how to take it to the next level um believe it or not the person who's going to be on today was the last person and guest my prior podcast um but i call him a friend in real life and a friend of the show he's been on multiple times in the past great insights has his pulse on the space his name is uh, michael Mayer. he is with uh think cartology.com or cartology he's the chief idea officer what that means we don't truly know um i don't think michael will uh tell you what it means but uh, it's a great title uh he, he's the leader over there with their agency and has been in the e-commerce and amazon space for quite a while so he's a person i trust with um with with what he's hearing and he has great insights so uh if you're listening to this soon it was re why we're titling this today tips for brands to have a successful prime day in uh, 2023 is because quite recently, if as of this recording, is uh, Prende was announced about 24 hours ago officially on July 11th and 12th. I see breaking news. July 11th and 12th, Prime Day 2023 is announced. And if you don't know the history of Prime Day uh, in the past, it's this is the ninth iteration of Prime Day. It used to be one day. It used to be just a couple of different products being on, on sale and no one really knew what was going on. Now it's grown into a global phenomenon where uh, it's not just Amazon.com, but it's actually all over the world um, in every marketplace that Amazon is uh, is active in. It it happens on the same exact day, so it's kind of like 11 um, 11 day in Asia, or you know any other kind of Black Friday or Cyber Monday um, holidays, if you will. So it was started because of uh, the summer months and kind of wanted to bump uh, revenue and resources, uh, revenue basically generating. Uh, for Amazon in the summer times and the in the slow months, and now here we are today. Um, everyone knows what Prime Day is, and it's a big shopping holiday for consumers, but also a money making opportunity for agencies, sellers, and service providers alike. So, wanted to bring on Michael and uh, discuss all things tips, tricks, and insights with uh, Prime Day 2023. So, welcome to Global Spin Podcast. Let me go ahead and bring him on to right now. 
and unmute him if I can. There you go. Uh, Michael Mayer. Michael, what's up? It's actually pronounced Mar. I should have. I should. Why I did I get that wrong? That. I, I don't I, know. It I doesn't panic. matter, man. You know, you know, you know who I am. We've hung out together. It, it really, I, I could care less. I won't tell everyone who well, this is actually what you're listed under as my uh, text uh, contact, but uh, it, it's just Michael. But um, there's no big like secret or bad uh, uh, nickname or anything like that. But I, I always pick. This is the thing with my closest people. I always panic at the very last second. You're like, "This is being recorded, Ryan. Uh, don't mess up." And uh, sure enough, in my head, it feels like ten seconds long, and it's a microcosm of a second. And then you say it wrong, and you're like, "Well, there we go. I just ruined the whole podcast." So thanks for listening. Yeah, you, you should really just tune out because it, it's, yeah, it's all, over it's now. All down, it's, <laughs> it's all downhill from here. I was gonna say you you said that it was started. Uh, Prime Day was started to help with the slumps in the uh, in the summer months. But actually, Amazon's website says it was started as a way to celebrate Prime members. So looks like you also got that wrong too. You know what? I know all the inside secrets of a good global uh, marketing campaign. And we don't always tell the real story of why we start uh, a fictitious holiday um, to get more people to buy our things. So You're very right. Well, I mean, it's become a really big, a really big focal point for people to the point where other stores like a Kohl's or a Target or whatever, they're running Prime Day deals. They're not calling it Prime Day. They're calling it summer or whatever deals, but they're running. I, I noticed that last year, there were a lot of other stores that are running a summer day. And so it's become a, a trend. Um, that's been, yep. Target, been uh, Walmart plus or Walmart, uh, Walmart, but Walmart plus has all their deals uh, for, for shoppers. But that that's exactly right. You, you said it's, it's been this literal, um, it's been a cultural shift in how we purchase goods and products. And that's why I think it's, it's the word we were joking before this uh, recording, everyone. If again, if you're new to the podcast, um, feel free to subscribe to all of our insights um, on all the channels where we, we, we can go live and we typically do on our social channels, but this was a special one. I wanted to make sure we, we uh, recorded and uh, released pretty quickly and, and not have like a lot other distractions, but um, we typically go live on our social channels on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and then you can just subscribe to your favorite podcast destinations. But uh, with this podcast, I, I, I thought it was so funny and fascinating when we started to talk about this prior to the show. We started looking back like, man, where were we nine years ago? Like I was in my first e-com job. You were, you said you were packing um, boxes in your basement. And we're I talking was selling, about, like, yeah. I was a seller you were selling. years before yeah. I ever started an agency. I was an affiliate manager for a home gift garden store and we were selling garden flags. And I remember just like hearing this prime day and I, the first one went by and I swear to God, it was, um, it was like, I read the reports and I'm like, what is prime day? Like what was actually on sale? And I remember going online and there, I, I had screenshots that said like, Katil cannot be found. And there was a lot of dog pictures. It was just like yeah. links broken, nothing of real right. deal. It was like a lot of garbage to, to be quite honest was on sale. And everyone joking was like, what, like what are they trying to do it was not good but then the years evolve and you have like big name brands who are talking uh getting involved you have outside retail stores getting involved well now prime day is with buy with prime is happening on other people's websites too right uh, i didn't even first, think about i that. saw someone uh post yesterday and saying hey first uh prime day deal off amazon which i someone from amazon that that posted that which i thought was was interesting but it, that what you hit on, I think is crucial to a lot of things that Amazon does or just any business owner, entrepreneur that is trying something. People look at where something is now and they think, I want to be that. 
I want to emulate that. And so they go and they do it. And the first thing is a failure or it's not super successful. And they think, great, you know, I'm not, never going to be like this company. And a lot of stuff that Amazon's done has not been uber successful. Um, they've had incredible hits, but they also had a ton of flops. I mean, even recently, Amazon's put a lot of energy and effort into uh, voice and, uh, you know, all their, their echo. Buy with voice, you mean? Yeah, yeah, with, with voice technology and um, IoT stuff. And they just released a ton of people from their uh, Alexa division because it wasn't making money. It was losing money for them. And it just was something that was not super uh, profitable. And with things changing the economy and people tightening up budgets, stuff like that, they, they had to make some, some moves. So like when people first start something, it's not always a huge success. But if you're consistent, you can learn from it. It's something that can be successful. And that's this case with like any, anybody that launches products. You might launch, you know, when I have 10 products and two or three of them are ones that are really hits, whether you're a private label brand, whether you are a, a brand, um, it's got very defined products, very defined audience. Not everything's going to be a super success or the first iteration needs a bunch of tweaks until it gets to a better place. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing too, right? Uh, I jokingly say there was nothing on sale and then you get you get actual name, you get name brands who are either listing their products on Amazon for the first time and then highlight um, highlight with Amazon and just like in Black Friday or, you know, big shipping or shopping holidays, um, they, they like highlight those those name brands and they say, hey, you can get like a like last year was a shark or not a shark vacuum, a iRobot vacuum and they're all over the place. But then Amazon's like, hey, by the way, we just acquired iRobot. Like lucky us. Like yeah. look at it. <laughs> it's like, oh, that that's that's convenient. Like how they all of a sudden acquired and then that was the brand that they were highlighting. But you have brands who are like Sony, you have like television electronics. I remember taking advantage as a consumer, price matching uh, on a Prime Day deal, going into a Best Buy and it said, hey, look, the, this uh, TV you have in front of me is on Amazon right now for this price. And they go, all right, well, we'll match it. And uh, they were like they were defeated because it was either it's probably a margin that they don't want to they don't want to say or sell at, but they would rather get the sale than me walk in and uh, walk out if they can't match it. So it's it's become this whole battle of how can I still get the person to open their wallet and spend with me? It's just evolved over time. And even this year, they've announced new new ways to get people in through the door and like have some insights. So I'm curious with you, you were sharing with me before this. Um, what are those things you're starting to, they're starting to get on your radar for a successful Prime Day for the brands that you're operating? I mean, you, I feel like people think about Black Friday, Cyber Monday or Prime Day as these singular events. And they are, you know, one, two day now, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Turkey Trot 5, or I don't know, whatever people want to call Turkey it. Turkey 5, yeah. Turkey 5, yeah. It's like, it's a week long event. But there is a path leading up to that that requires you to get in front of people if you really want to be visible at that time. And so what, what I mean is when you go into your Amazon app and you see the little yellow banner that says, you know, Prime Day 11th to 12th, you can scroll down and see products you previously viewed. And there's a button now that says get alert. And I don't, you know, I don't know how long that's 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 been there. It could have been the years prior, but you can now get alerts on things that you've been looking at. Um, if you aren't in consideration with a consumer at that point, they're not necessarily going to get 
alerted for your product because it's I don't know that there's a get alert unless you put something in your shopping cart, which is another thing. If you're getting inside of someone's shopping cart and they're like, hey, I don't want to buy this right now. Maybe it's going to go on sale. I know Prime Day is coming up. If you're not already in the cart on Prime Day, uh, what are the likelihood? What is the likelihood that you're going to get in front of that same consumer? It's a lot lower because you're already not a part of consideration. People are going to Amazon to find products and they are very conversion conversion focused, but they're also doing product comparisons. They're doing consideration beforehand. So if you're not in someone's cart, if you're not getting in front of people in their previously viewed and giving Amazon an opportunity to say, get, you know, get alerted, then it, it could already be too, too late at that point. Just like someone who says, Hey, I really, I want to, you know, get prepared for, for Q4 and it's October. Let's start thinking about what inventory we need to send in. Like you're late. You're already late. You're already behind the eight ball and it, and it hasn't even happened yet because Amazon has requirements of what you need to send in beforehand. You need to know how much inventory you're going to have. Lead times are not, you know, overnight unless you are the manufacturer here in the state. So there's just a lot of things to consider and it comes down to successful planning beforehand and then implementing and getting in, in front of people. Now, every brand isn't going to have the budget to be able to say, hey, we want to increase consideration 30 days prior. You might be able to do some, but if you're in a super competitive category like electronics, it's, you know, you're going to up your budgets and you're not going to necessarily see that payoff right away. It could be something that happens on Prime Day. So that's that's always something to consider. Not everyone's going to have that same budget. And so the the screenshots you see of success, if it's uh, on LinkedIn or any other social channel, uh, those are sometimes a very small microcosm of what other people are experiencing. You can't expect to see that same thing. Just like we talked about before with Prime Day, it didn't start out great. A lot of those companies didn't necessarily start out doing the right thing. It took time to, to get it right, several iterations at least. I want to say it was like, like products back then was like 100 counts of water balloons or it was like <laughs> something not targeted. It was nothing that I searched or anything of that sort. It was It was probably hot like it was like just hot garbage inventory that was sitting and they're like, Hey seller, do you want to get rid of your inventory? We can like feature it and, and start burning this through. All you have to do. I feel is like just... it was probably also like one piece stuff too. I don't know that they, it was open to, to third party vendor or third party sellers. At it that was, time. it wasn't clear at that point, but if you, even if it was, it was not like top selling people because it was more of a, it, it, it seemed like it was a, it was truly something, some way to give a big discount on a product and not just to drive sales, like in general, like that's how it evolved, as you and I both know, and everyone here who's listening has it's just become a, a selling a reason uh, to to kind of like have people arbitrarily coming and shopping for deals. But it, it truly was just this money making thing of, hey, what can I get a big discount on? Is, is anything good? And it, well, it and wasn't back then. There's a big misnomer from brands that this is a this is a money in my pocket situation. And I think for most brands, it is it, for, for Amazon, it's a, it's a money in their pocket situation because the vendors are the ones that are powering the deals. Uh, they're not, you know, adjusting their terms, um, their, their co-op agreements with, uh, with the vendors based on this. And they're actually encouraging them, Hey, you need to set up prime day deals. You need to set up prime day deals. So they're, getting better bottom line because the people are buying more and their terms are still the same. So that's pretty clear, but on the, especially on the third party side, but even on first party from a brands, a merchant seller, you know, however you want to, however you want to name those people from that standpoint, it's never 
really about profitability and, and pe- that concerns people because, you know, you see an uptick in sales, but maybe money even goes out of your account during that time period. You know, how do you justify that? And so you have to think about, again, if you're getting in front of people beforehand, you're not just upping the budget of your advertising for Prime Day, but you're thinking about consideration beforehand, maybe running some organic social or doing something unique or different from, from a marketing or consideration standpoint that you haven't done beforehand, but you're doing it to drive additional sales give yourself to give yourself a halo effect, which means exactly. you want to see your visibility jump up much higher in comparison to anyone else in the category so that you can see increased sales based on that visibility as time goes on. So what I mean is, you know, you sell a thousand products and everyone in the category only sells, you know, 500 that day. Well, Amazon search algorithm is now like, whoa, that, that product is really hot. Let's show it higher in search results. Maybe, you know, get it on higher up on page one. And now your product's more visible. Most people don't go past page one. They're, they're purchasing and you're now cementing your, your, you know, your authority in that space on page one, but it, it's not really a profitability thing unless you've just got a crazy margin. And honestly, most brands, I don't care what category you're in, don't have that kind of margin, or maybe they're just not leaning into it as heavy too. Like, Hey, I'm willing to offer 20%, but are you really going to see uh, an increased halo effect from that lower amount? Or could you drive 50% um, coupons or pr- prime exclusive deals, see an increase and that actually help you overall? People have to see that vision there. And it's tough. I was, I'm, I'm going to share a quick, uh, and then it's a little small here, but um, it's, it's a screen grab. That is something that you're talking about. Uh, I'm going to share for people who are who are watching this on YouTube or LinkedIn. Um, but for people, uh, this is a, this is a post by um, someone in the space, uh, his name is Brandon Young, and he's been a seller and he has a couple different ventures. He's an eight figure seller. Um, his post earlier, uh, as of 12 hours ago, as of this recording, it was, it was something that resonated. And I think it, it speaks to your um, point, Michael, is that I have spent and given Amazon over $200,000 over the last 30 days just to get extra clicks to my traffic listings. He goes on to say, My return on ad spend is uh, three to one. So every dollar uh, I spend, I get three dollars and fifty cents back. But honestly, um, he it might be a break even because of cogs or cost of goods, uh, or maybe even a loss. And why does he do that? Because over the last six years of Amazon, you're driving traffic conversions uh, performance into the organic keyword ranking algorithm. So he's actually doing this pre um, Prime Day so that he can kind of boost his rankings for all of his actual winners. And he wants people the algorithm of Amazon to actually say, hey, this is a relevant term. He's willing to spend again, taking two hundred thousand dollars, a lot of money out of out of the equation. He's spending ahead of time so that organically, when it matters and people are searching for products and they spend, he's actually going to be um, positioned quite well. And he goes on to spend uh, list a you know a screenshot of his return on investment margins, things of that sort. So again, something more of a you know, I think ahead of time, it's not just a, Hey, it turns on and you have 70% off of a product. It's a, it's a long game and leading up to it. Like you said, we, we both noticed, uh, Amazon, I got an Amazon email yesterday that said, Hey, we have deals for prime day, uh, based upon your past search history. These are now extremely discounted. So even just based on search history, I have relevant products who are peaking and, and prepping me three, two and a half weeks before this event to start to sell. So we're not talking about two week, two days. We're talking about two and a half weeks. And then leading after that, that will kind of boost uh, sales later on down the road as, as people search 
or save for later or purchase and repeat purchase, it kind of has this arbitrary bump because of all this lead up to these quote two days of, of epic deals. And Amazon's promoting it right now. You click on the banner and you can go right now, everyone. It's it, the first things that pop up are again arbitrarily. It's a paid ad at the top. You can. It's funny to yep. see like, hey, Amazon's paying ads on their own ecosystem or marketplace. Then it's the Global Spin podcast. That's yeah, being promoted. Sh- as it should be. Uh, you can find that on Amazon Music. So uh, they should post that on there. Uh, promoting. How would you guys their... spend it on DSP ads to to get people? Yeah, to... We, we could. We that hundred percent could be something. Could um, I'll have to talk to the finance department of the of the podcast who runs this. Yeah. Um, exclusive offers just for you and really highlighting, um, cash back on their prime card, which yours truly has. Um, I'm happy to say Amazon deals and the devices, but then based upon what Michael was saying, it's get deals alerts from something similar items. So in this capacity, let me try to, so you see, it's almost like a travel safe of products I was searching for before my trip to Italy and, uh, similar products. And the button below is create alert. So anytime that that product will go down in price get alert for that based uh, product because of past search history so it's really fascinating what they're they're kind of pinpointing um another I'd thing also, I wanna, i'd also yeah, say if you want to be successful on that day really leaning into so like there, there's a lot of different kinds of deals on amazon i feel like the prime exclusive deals are so much more targeted at the prime consumer of course to get those prime exclusive deals you have to be a prime member but those Prime members are the ones that are the most conversion focused. They've got this inherent trust with Amazon. Uh, in, in doing research last year for a course that I prepared for CXL, I was just kind of digging in and, uh, you know, trying to 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 make the case for why that was so important. And I found that, uh, I mean, I know that if you if you are a, you know, direct-to-consumer site. Sorry, I had a brain fart. If you're in a direct-to-consumer site, you know, a really strong conversion rate might be 3%, may, maybe 4%. Uh, you're having to send all the... Like a lot of people think margins on their own site are better, but conversions often lower. You're sending in a bunch of traffic um, that doesn't convert at the same rate. So it's it's really... It, it kind of depends upon the product. But when you go to Amazon, nine non-prime members, so they're not even paying for that additional membership, they're converting 14% of the time. Prime members convert 70% of the time. You cannot replicate that. And so leaning into that is what really allows brands to be successful. It pains me when I'm you know, going and looking at brands on Amazon and I see that their product could easily be fulfilled by Amazon, but they're not, they're not fulfilling by Amazon. When I was selling back in you know, 2010, 11, 13, Nine years 14, ago. 15, yeah. When I was selling back then, Prime was really starting to become more prominent. And I very stupidly said, oh, Amazon just wants more money, which which could be true. But I, I took that as, okay, Amazon just wants more money. I'm not going to give them you know money on fulfillment fees. But the reality is that stuff is just so much more visible and someone can click on Prime only. Like it's, it's it, Amazon's changed a lot from a, uh, the analytics that you get and the way that you can approach things, but how people interact with Amazon, that stuff only progresses, I think, in one, or it has really only progressed in one direction. And the basic stuff is still super applicable. So you know, leaning into whatever is happening with Prime, I think is the way that you really get the most benefit out of something like like this. And 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 Amazon, like you said, Amazon's going to favor stuff that that benefits them. Hey, check out this iRobot. By the way, we acquired them. What what helps them with Prime? Um, Prime Day is more Prime exclusive deals. Why does that help them? Because they're able to drive more Prime memberships. 
I mean, that's yep. that's a, a big a big thing for them. And and you saw other iterations like this is not the only way they're making money. There there's advertising we just saw on the top of the banner. Only when you click on Prime Day uh, deals, it's a it's progressive. It's it's nothing to do with uh, shopping on Amazon. Is just an ad. It's a banner ad, and we're going back to the old days of e-commerce uh, and CRMs of uh, hey, how many thousands of uh, impressions can I get with my banner? And it's blue. It's just like Amazon. It's kind of confusing, but. Uh, Man, I don't, I don't know what the click-through rates or the conversion rates are going to be on the banner like that. But hey, there's visibility there, and they, they see some sort of value with it. I, I'm going to track that one as as well. It's kind of like the other iterations, right? Of, and now, and I'm going to go that through that with you, Michael. Of just really quickly, like some of the things they highlight on maybe from a from a buyer's perspective, but we can use it from a seller's perspective as well. Um, we'll take a quick break. Uh, message. Uh, Again, with the Global Spin Podcast, just want to kind of reset the audience. Again, this podcast is fueled by Frisbee. Um, Frisbee is helping brands go international with uh, without any sort of trouble. It's it's anything from shipping logistics to importer of record to uh, being able to uh, help out with tax and compliance. The Frisbee experts and the technology that are powering Frisbee are able to get brands from one marketplace to 20 plus with a simple call go to frisbee.com and make sure that you are using frisbee services to help grow your brand from local to global um go ahead frisbee.com uh forward slash the global spin podcast and uh, make sure you mentioned that you heard uh ryan or um you know the head of marketing growth at frisbee i'll talk about it so go ahead and check that out today uh i have michael uh, mar we're gonna say this right right michael mar we got it right of uh cartology uh an agency that's helping brands and retail and e-commerce uh, work in conjunction with each other. I think I, I think I nailed it on the head what you, you do over there. The idea officer, the guy who's making all the magic happen. You said I, I wouldn't tell you what that means, but... I mean, you could. Actually, We've done this before, but I'm going to hear it on this it's, podcast. It's pretty simple. An old branding guy get, came up with that idea when I was developing a brand back when I was selling. And I still love that the brand name that I came up with then. I haven't found a way to, to utilize it, but... It was chief idea officer. And I was like, hey, I like that. It's a little different. I, I It took me a while to actually recognize that I was an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I just thought, I'm just a small business owner. But uh, really what I was doing is, is, is entrepreneurial. And I had this misconception of what entrepreneurs were. I was thinking it was just the Mark Zuckerbergs and the like less than 1% people that are uh, you know, have had billion dollar companies, which are not going to be most of us. And so, or, or the, the Bezos of, of the world, whatever. And um, but I, I started to embrace that. And so it's like, yeah, chief idea officer, let's, let's go with it instead of just president or CEO or whatever the case might be. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I think it's different. And, uh, with, with my fun title of, I was just head of marketing and then my boss, uh, CEO or CEO, excuse me, uh, not CEO, uh, CEO Pearl Ausch. She's like, let's, let's make a little more, uh, a little, a little pizzazz with it and growth. I like, I like, we're thinking forward. We're like helping build. And I go, I love the title. You know, my job, to, my job was always going to be the same, but you know, titles actually yeah. stand out, um, with it, but, um, we're not here to pat ourselves on the back. We, we do a good job of what we do. So, um, I wanted to kind of get pat in... you on the back if you want. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Whenever, uh, whenever I see you I, next, I'll, uh, go ahead and write a trust pilot review. Um, and just look for Frisbee and, um, oh, I want to we'll, write we'll, it we'll for Ryan Kramer. <laughs> Or, or trust pilot for the subscribe to the podcast. podcast. Accept my invitation on LinkedIn to uh, to subscribe to the podcast, and we'll be uh, square. Um, it's funny how uh, Amazon how it's released all this content of 
hey, how to prepare for uh, five shopping tips on how to prepare for Prime Day. And it's it's a cool and funny way to kind of dissect of what's going to be important to them. And I, I kind of want to go through your your thought process with some of these and how brands can kind of like use this to their advantage because of two and a half weeks until Prime Day. Now's the time to really start amp up our, our efforts. And if you haven't already, um, now's the time to kind of like think it, get in that, that space. And I'll provide some tips on my end here afterwards. But sign up for invite-only deals. It's interesting that this is number one. Uh, an invite-only yeah. deal is a Prime member can request an invitation to score some Prime Day's best deals that are expected to sell out. Um, 75% off Amazon products, 60% off name brands, uh, a lot of electronics are, are mentioned in there. Uh, members who are selected will be notified during Prime Day with instructions. This is almost like this is Imagine almost how like the exclusivity that you're building there is just incredible. With instructions on how to purchase the item at the exclusive deal price, this almost feels like a search find buy instructional guide on you will be emailed or notified on this specific link to go through in order to get your specific deal. And it's funny that this is a sign up ahead of time to kind of, you know, promote pe- promote it of like what you're interested in. Um, what are your thoughts on this is the number one thing that they suggest on sign up for invite only deals for Prime members? Well, if you look at some of the things that are here, um, first invite only Prime deal I see is Fire TV. Yep. Uh, fourth one in uh, Echo Dot Star Wars stand. So, um my guess is that Amazon's favoring a lot of things that um, would benefit them. I'm seeing some uh, something for JBL. It's all yep. it's all VC. A facial cleansing brush from Forio. Vendor uh, Forio Central it, again. It, uh, the SodaStream sold by sold by Amazon Retail. So Amazon's going to lean into again promote things that that benefit them the most, and it could be something that they're really only prioritizing for uh, their vendors. I'm not seeing any third parties. Uh, I mean, I'm only seeing a couple of invite only prime deals, but I'm not seeing any third third parties. So Amazon's really trying to drive uh, success for themselves. And I, I think it's a, a way to, you know, provide exclusivity for people, make them feel special. Now when there's so many prime deals, why wouldn't you want to sign up for, for invite only? I mean, that's a, uh, it's one of those things like, are you, are you really waiting? Are you in the market for that long of a product? This is what I think too, of a, uh, uh, how long you're in a market for something. And uh, it, this is something where it's a, uh, it's not a need, it's a want. And this is something sure. where you're trying to create like this exclusivity. It's very fascinating. You mentioned something very, very, um, very unique in that they don't talk about third party sellers, but again, in all the recaps, I'm looking at the Prime Day history of, of Prime Day celebrating nine years of Amazon's biggest deal event. And it's funny that they lead off with, hey, in 2022, like clearly 2023 hasn't happened. Uh, there is Prime members purchased more than 300 million items worldwide, making it the biggest ever, yada, yada, yada. They saved over $1.7 billion from um, you know more than any previous Prime Day event. Fantastic. That's Those are arbitrary numbers. Um but then you go down to it's also the biggest Prime Day event for Amazon independent sellers, when most of whom are small and medium-sized businesses. And then it highlights worldwide trends of hey, this is available in over twenty-one different countries. Um, uh, small businesses they talk about hey, customers support 
small businesses in a three-week lead-up to Prime Day, generating more than $3 billion in sales for small businesses, including support small businesses and win big sweepstakes in more than 100 million small business items in three weeks leading up to Prime Day were purchased. So again, little highlights, but then they... They do have small business deals. That's at the bottom, right? Yeah, Yeah. they do have small business deals, but that's you know showing up well below invite-only Prime Day deals. Although I will say, I was looking at uh, get deals for these and similar items where it says create alert. Um, And you, it it also says uh, similar to, so it's not necessarily, it could be creating... Uh, it's creating alerts for these items, but also similar items too. So being in that category could be helpful. Getting, you know, promoting yourself on those product detail pages and being sold along with those items could potentially be helpful. We, you know, we we don't have a an open uh, invite into what they're looking at, but they do have a deals from from small businesses, and that's showing up much further down on my, you know, Prime Day. Yeah. Um, on my yeah, list. it's funny. One and two are set up personalized deal or some sort of alert. It's a hey, don't don't sign or don't miss out. It's a again, we're we're people like there's a million things going on, uh, yelling at us from our phones, our watches, uh, like our children, like our email, like our wherever. It's yelling all these places. It's funny that the tips for shoppers how they're trying to get people to not forget and make sure that they do purchase. Top two are alerts. Explore all delivery options, number three, according to Amazon. Not just, hey, do two-day, but not same day. But also, check out the metro um, in 90 U.S. metro areas. You can select Amazon lockers or counters in order to pick up. So, again, a cost-cutting service of don't let don't make us ship it if we don't have to. Go and do it yourself. So, that's an option. And then um, receive deal notifications from Alexa. Again, another deal notification of voice of hey alexa annoyed me i felt like that was kind of i'm like okay i mean sure i just i i I feel like the um whole iot thing with with uh, alexa technology and echo devices amazon's tried to lean into you know search for this or 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 um lean into that functionality and it's really been lackluster i mean when i get stuff on my own personal echo it's hey would you you know you have a notification it's like this is something that's on sale in your cart. Do you want it? I'm like, no, I don't want it. Or, Hey, it's time for you to reorder the, the, the actual usability of that. I feel like has been very limited. That could be a reason why Amazon cut so many jobs from a, uh, from their perspective, from that department when they had to do layoffs, cause it wasn't something that was producing a lot. And, and I mean, in the past, Bezos has said, you have to be willing to fail really big. So they're not, they're not afraid to fail big on something. And I'm not saying that IOT stuff is a failure, but with a lot of change in technology recently, I wonder how impactful will that actually be? Is there something, another iteration that's going to come along that could actually make the current IOT devices more obsolete? You know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting when they say, when I read further, it says, uh, receive a deal alert notification from Alexa and said, put it in your shopping cart and ask for it to notify you when the deal is live. So again, prompting you to use use whatever device it's just saying make sure these products are in carts wait until the deal is live and then that's when you can go in and however you need to purchase it purchase it and then that's why the lead up time is so important if you're not already in consideration uh if you're going into a big season um, you know people are like hey we really want we really want to be ready for for q4 then you should be you know june july august september in those times you should thinking about what are we doing so that when the trend of shop. We know there's going to be an increase 
in demand and in viewers, impressions, clicks, all that stuff. What are you doing to get at the top of the list when that happens? Yep. Because if you're not, you're going to be fighting an uphill battle. You've got a lot more people that are opening up budgets, maybe willing to spend more because they want to see an increase in top line sales. Maybe they're also looking for some kind of halo effect during this period. So you really have to think ahead of time, what am I doing to, to, to be successful? Absolutely. And Amazon will continuously use other outside circumstances of, you know, there's been in the past, like, hey, if you buy $100 in gift cards, you get 10 free or whatever it is. Um, they, they really want they want to have this a big spend day and they want to be able to use this as a big uh, capability. Um, in the final couple of minutes, I know with um, with you, Michael, I wanted to kind of like some quick insights that we, we can share um, from both of our perspectives uh, how to be successful leading up to it a little bit more, um, you know, more candid, uh, maybe insight, uh, in order to like, what can you still do in these two and a half weeks to lead up? Um, one of the things that is fascinating to me is that people don't think about this as a, a global event and more of a U.S. event. And I think a lot of people who are, are selling in multiple countries, they forget the fact that, Hey, this is something they're promoting worldwide. It's mm -hmm. something, again, I talked about at the top of the show something that you have to consider of if you're trying to gain market share and this is the way to really boost your organic sales, this is a way to really gain that traction also internationally. So that could be Canada, that can be in UK, it could be Germany, it could be Australia, all over the world. It's all a singular two days event, but this is something that if you can still earn market share in those markets where you're entering or thinking about entering, now it's not too late to actually still um, really promote that. So th this is something that along with us don't forget about your other marketplaces is what i'm saying um the second thing is is you touched on it might be too late for sending an inventory into those uh fulfillment centers um if you're doing it via truckload it's actually right now is the time to do small partial delivery if you don't have a solution in place now's the time you actually just have a third-party carrier uh or or somebody obviously uh, frisbee does this we help people get goods in anywhere from three to five business days so even if you have this this still need of like, oh my gosh, my sales are taking off way early than I, what I expected because of all these tips that we had just talked about earlier. You might need to fulfill a lot quicker and small parcel delivery is the way to do that. You can do that via pallets. You can do that via, you know, uh, trucking, but you need to do it via small parcel. And that is a way to get it checked in. You don't have to have a check-in time with a truck or a container. Um, that's the way to get it automatically checked in and it will go right into inventory within hours of being there at the facility. So it's definitely not too late, but also thinking about post Prime Day with the residual effect of getting inventory in there quicker. You might have that fast turnaround you need. Um, you don't want to run out of stock. That's literally the kiss of death that we always talked about. Is uh, And I wouldn't cut back your ad budgets right after, too. I mean, I know you're right. probably bulking them up for those days or watching them a little bit more uh, earnestly, but I wouldn't necessarily cut back right away because when you start to model what everything, what everybody else does, uh, that's when I don't think you see the same kind of results. People are saying, hey, it's already too late. Um, you know, if you haven't started uh, increasing budgets or being a part of consideration now for Prime Day, it's already too late. I disagree with that. I think I most people are probably still focusing on those days, maybe a day before, maybe a day after. So I think you, you've got a couple weeks right now. Let's see, like maybe uh, two, two, three weeks. So you've still got some time. Yeah. Cause it would be three weeks from, from yesterday where, where the 12th would be. So you've got three weeks to build consideration. You're still going to be ahead of probably 90% of sellers. So when you've got the opportunity lean into it, and that's the one thing that I missed out on when I was a, when I was a, a seller, I was a um, seller on Amazon. It was not on the agency side. I didn't lean into all the stuff that Amazon did. So like, if you've got opportunity to increase 
you know, purchase consideration, do it now and linger a little bit afterwards and, and track and say, Hey, do have we noticed that not just sales, but is our rank higher than where it was a month ago? Cause if that's the case, that means you've succeeded in, in being, or, or also visibility in search too, but that means you're ahead of everyone else. Even if you're not discounting your product, again, if you're, if you're increasing your budget in order to get that visibility, again, people go to the same reasons they go for deals or they go for great product listings or they go for, you know, photography. However, their person is, is, is converting themselves. Um, the same thing is going to apply. It's just going to be more eyeballs on Amazon at one given time. So if you have great reviews, if you have a great product, that's number one in your category. Listen, if you have if you have the statistics that are going to still be showing how many products, how many times that product was purchased in the last month, that's going to be a lot of boost for a lot of just organically well uh, positioned products in that space, no matter what. Um, again, it might not be that exact product they buy. It might be floating around it. Um, if you're in that drain ecosystem or like that, that circle halo ecosystem, you, you, you still have that capability, even if you don't discount a product, but, um, I'd also no. like to see how Amazon leverages the the FTC suing them for for duping people into buying Prime uh, memberships. Maybe that's a way they can offer some free Prime memberships to get people in the door. Which my personal opinion, or I would say even professional opinion on that, is any software service right now there are multitudes of clicks to get out of something. I I actually just canceled uh, uh, like an Amazon focused software two days ago or a day ago. And it l probably legitimately took me eight to 10 different screens and clicks to get out of canceling. It was like, well, don't go. We'll give you 20% off for three months. We'll, blah, 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 blah. we'll speak to a rep, et cetera. There were so many different things. So like, if that's the, if you're going to go after Amazon for something like this, then you should go after a lot of other people um, included. And a lot of people actually really benefit from prime. So I think it's, it's a, it's a plus. I mean, if Amazon is truly duping people or there's a dark pattern, as a lot of these articles have talked about, Sure, but I think going after Amazon is salacious. It's easy to make make news with that. So I feel like it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a hey, let's let's get a little bit of visibility. Maybe 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 the FTC or, or uh, public officials are trying to get some visibility on Prime Day too. They're just participating on the uh, on the governmental side. <laughs> yeah, well, and again, the highlight you've seen in recent years of all the benefits that come that was all it would all always highlight. Benefits that come along with Prime of hey, they said that in that article good. that you looked at. Hey, it's it's yep. entertainment, it's sh it's shopping, it's all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And again, for pe for people, uh, uh, again, that's that's something that we we evolve over time. Amazon's not the only one who's ever done this before, uh, but everyone, you know, legalities are set aside. It's something that if you see benefit in it and having it, you should be able to opt in and, and want to opt in. It gives you Prime a, memberships a, way better than paying for likes on Facebook which a lot exactly. of people did. And, and I don't know that Facebook ever refunded people for that. Like that's a pretty, like basically they're just paying people to click a button. That's not really increased visibility. And then they change algorithms. Like that feels like a lawsuit, but no one ever really that I know of followed up on that. <laughs> it's a, it's evolving ecosystem. We're always like kind of pivoting and, and trying to see, Hey, what's, what's the next thing. And I, I agree with you. That's a whole nother episode, but Hey, Michael, um, you know, any, any, final tips that you, you're going to be you know, sharing, monitoring? Are you guys on like on staff 24 seven during that monitoring everything for your clients or how does an agency typically handle a uh, prime day lead up and, and, and during that time? There's a lot of hysteria that, that happens. I see with a lot of agencies and maybe I'm crazy, but we're not, you know, saying, all right guys, this is it. And, and oh my gosh, I'm just on 24 seven. Whoever's running advertising 
uh, whoever's setting up deals, they've set that up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there's deadlines already. Yeah. There's deadlines have already been in place. You just don't know when the day is going to come. When it comes to like product detail optimization, that's already happened. When we're talking about advertising. Someone's watching that. And there's, of course, like considerations um, for budget and, and what's happening there. But in reality, we're not just sitting at our computer screens looking at, and that's the only thing we're doing. I know, like I said, I know some people get really hyped about that and we want to lean into it, but also kind of depends upon the, the, the brand. If a brand really doesn't want to participate in prime day, you know, we can make our suggestions, but it's, it's their brand. So, um, it's not as fever pitch as uh, for us at cartology that a lot of other people talk about. Um, so I can't speak to that, but I would just say there's a lot of prep that goes in ahead of time. And then on that day, you know, Hey, do we, do we have enough budget? Are we watching that? Are we making sure that we're not uh, running out of budget that we're being competitive and stuff. Uh, I don't know that there's we're making a ton of tweaks on a nano level because uh, it's hard to measure in the exact uh, moment. But then gathering that data and looking at it afterwards and saying, hey, you know, do we see success um, from this? And I and I, my last like little piece of advice for anyone who is really wanting to be successful: a lot of brands they might have a hundred items in their catalog. You don't necessarily have to run a deal on everything, and even when you're focusing your ad budget. Maybe you take one or two items that you're like, we really want to increase here. We These are hot products. And a lot of people think maybe I can increase my low performing products. And I think the opposite should be the case. If you have a product that's competitive, how can you take that product and make it more competitive, make it rank top of search? So pick a couple products, really go heavy from an ads perspective and focus on those products so that they get the most visibility instead of spreading your budget over you know multiple items if you've got more of a, a, you know, a limited budget. That's amazing. Those are great tips. And like I mentioned earlier, again, it's utilizing your tools that you have available, monitoring things and kind of starting as ahead of time as you can. It's not too late. If you're listening to this and you're like, well, man, like that was. As long as you don't hear this the day before Prime Day, then yes, it's not too late. I would be uh, I would be doing my job if this wasn't the uh, day before this will hopefully go out out the day of of recording or a day later. So. Um, I'll have to make sure we get it out in time for everyone listening. Michael, thank you so much. If they want to find you or they want to connect with uh, the team over at Cartology or yourself, how do they do that? Yeah, if you want to connect with me uh, or you want to see some of the content that I put out, you can go to LinkedIn. Um, it's it's uh, forward slash I'm Michael Marr. If you're doing you know, LinkedIn.com forward slash in forward slash I'm Michael Marr, uh, you can look me up. Uh, I look like this. If you're, if you're watching, I can't help you on the sound side of things. Uh, you can also we'll see put the what, link in the description. You sure. can see what Cartology is doing at thinkcartology.com. But really, I'd say uh, there's some stuff that goes out on social channels. I do a live AMA uh, with a buddy of mine, Brett Bohannon, once a month. Um, and if you are uh, you follow me on LinkedIn or you follow our agency on LinkedIn or uh, me on Twitter, at Michael J. Marr, you can get notified when that goes live. It's a really fun time to answer some questions and 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 kick it, I guess, from from an Amazon perspective. Uh, and then also my podcast, The Longer Game. Uh, you can check that out on any like Spotify or YouTube or uh, Apple Podcasts anywhere and hear more about what's going on in retail. So any of those places, or you can email me, Michael at thinkcartology.com and I'll, and I'll respond. Season two of the podcast already, right? You're already along. Yeah, look at already you. season two. Yep. Yeah. We'll uh, have to have we'll have to have you back on. You were my you were my first guest. I was the first uh, guest and I was on the season finale of you're on the season uh, finale. Yep. I love being like kicking it off and then being on season finale. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of random things in my brain that I, I can spout out in any moment, but everyone just wants to talk about global expansion. I don't know why, but yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. and this is what I'm known for. Uh it's it, it's great uh to talk all things Amazon, but uh 
love talking about international growth and expansion. But Michael, Thanks thank you so on, much man. for hopping on and uh, spending some time with uh, chatting today. Uh, you know, go ahead and check him out on social media, everyone, if you haven't already, and follow him on LinkedIn, Twitter, or um, we said Instagram or whatever, all the all the channels that say all the face know. Facebook and and uh, the meta the metaverse and, and the exactly whatever all, all the channels. Uh, but also TikTok. support his podcast and subscribe to his. Uh, podcast the longer game as well all your favorite listening channels michael thank you for hopping on the global spin podcast today thanks ryan awesome and thank you everyone for hopping on again if you are new to the podcast or if you are just listening and finding our podcast go ahead and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast destinations that's apple music uh amazon music uh if you if you're spotify user or even if you're a stitcher user we'll be there go ahead and just check us out or you can go to frisbee.com forward slash the global spin podcast i'm on there and if you uh, have your questions or if you want to catch a past guest you can go to our youtube page and catch the uh, the audio and video version of us um it's a podcast version on youtube now so it's actually a channel and you'll be notified of future podcast episodes dropping we go live we get records um i have a lot of great guests coming up in the space so make sure you subscribe for future um for future episodes this also is brought to you and fueled by Frisbee. If you're new to Frisbee or looking for a shipping partner that can help you get your goods into different countries quickly, effectively, and safely, and a team that knows what they're doing uh, with a almost perfect score on Trustpilot, go ahead and check us out at frisbee.com. Sign up if you're looking for ways to save money or just a ways to uh, navigate going to different countries. You can talk to our experts today for a 30-minute consultation. You can just book a call. Just go to frisbee.com. And you can talk to a global expansion expert today. I'm Ryan Kramer. This is the Global Spin Podcast. We'll hope to catch you guys next time on another episode. Again, Prime Day, breaking news, July 11th and 12th. Make sure you guys sign up and notify uh, of all the craziness that's going to go on. We'll probably talk more about it leading up to it. But just announced yesterday, Prime Day coming up 11th and 12th. Let's uh, catch you guys on another episode of the Global Spin Podcast. Take care, everyone. (laughs) 